0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My
1: name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. I normally introduce the Wednesday episode, but uh, you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. Today on uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, we're talking about minute number 33, which is going to start with Queen Hippolyta standing at the cliff. Looking over where the cage was dropped off, uh, and it's still down there. And then today's minutes are going to end with uh, Steppenwolf throwing a horse, so things go from zero to sixty real quick, Nate. It's th- Nate. You really? I did I steal your thunder? Did you didn't you want steal to my introduce thunder. I'm just in. You, Nate wanted the throwing horse minute. No, I'm fine with with that. I'm totally fine
0: with that because I wasn't even going to mention the horse getting thrown in 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 the in the top, but. Are you sure you I didn't to do Wednesdays? We've we been how How many years we've we been doing this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, this is a um, this is a big minute mark. Big minute mark.
1: Yeah, it um it, the action kicks up here. We get uh, we get a lot of good Steppenwolf Wolf action in this minute. Um, it does start kind of somber and slow for the first like twenty seconds. It has just Queen Hippolyta standing over the cliff with some ancient lamentation music and um, all I really have for that is just it looks like a painting with the correct coloring the correct um, kind of filter that Zack Snyder intended for this movie to have Uh, very much like um, Dawn of Justice where the doomsday fight is very it just looks like art history at that point like you're just looking at like a Baroque painting or uh, even if you, sometimes I say it even looks like anime just because of how stylized it is. Broke. Painting. And hey,
0: someone, want, why don't you someone go fix that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> has yeah. that joke been made? Has, uh, yeah, baroque. Has
1: to have been. If it's not baroque, don't fix it or something like that. Oh, okay. I, I've seen so that that's before. like the
0: better version of. All yeah.
1: Right, all right. All right. Move on. Nothing to see here. No. There's no. There's good puns there. Uh, But yeah, this this does have that, especially when she looks over the cliff. And it kind of has, like, this churning water. And I wonder if it's, like, a visual effect or if maybe it's, like, an actual practical effect with, like... um, Dumping rocks into water? Yeah, something like that where it's um, something simple, like, oh, it's just a paint bucket full of food coloring and water, and they just took that and then layered it in, and then it has, like, that realistic effect. Because animating water is so difficult. Listen. That... we we've been over
0: this sea of thieves exists like it sets bars you know (laughs) so like i honestly think that all water is animated unless i'm seeing it
1: yeah well it it does look really good here though it looks like this is why i bring up the broke painting and just it looking like art in this moment it's just because when you are looking at the shot of the parademons coming back up spoiler alert Again, another spoiler. Um, well, how is the parademons? We're still just at, because it's like we're on the. Episode. I don't know. I said I, they're flipping the horse and stuff like that. Yeah, anyway. we're skipping ahead. But anyways, when they do pop up out of the water, it just looks kind of pretty. Like it just like as far as visual effects goes, and I know there's you know so much talk about like finishing the Snyder cut stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the final product, I, I'm just always impressed with the movie more than I'm ever like. Yeah, that doesn't look finished. That doesn't look polished. There, this, there. Sometimes I'm, I'm even more like um, it's the reverse. My, like, it's, it's, I'm impressed yeah. because
0: it's like, wow, you guys didn't have. I mean, like, yes, it was done, but like finishing touches. Like, you, you worked your ass off in a very short yeah. amount of time. Um, it, this, this part right here where Steppenwolf and his pair demons, um, are jumping out of the uh the water obviously they survived the collapse of the
1: cage i mean what what happened what happened there that 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 plan was foolproof and not even like not even just like steppenwolf it wasn't like steppenwolf only made it out just because if he's strong enough Mm -hmm. like all these parademons they survived too so they were also strong enough to fly out or you know um do you think there was like like a Like some like villain
0: guy uh, on the Titanic and they sank it on purpose to try to sink the villain guy, you know, like a bad guy or something like that. I don't know. What is he like a jewel thief? What year is it?
1: And so you think the Titanic was deliberately sunk? Yeah, probably by the Amazon strategically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For a jewel thief. For, uh, well, like, well, what did a name? Michael Caine burned down the forest. I mean, come on. No,
1: you are getting
0: that so mixed up so like I can't tell if this is a bit or not. This this whole thing with Steppenwolf and Michael his parademons coming out the of the forest. water. Cause surprise, yeah. surprise, they uh-huh. survived the cage. Uh Yeah. Looks like a looks like halo. Looks like a halo, doesn't it? I see what you're saying. It looks like yes. halo. Reminds me of Halo. Like ha- yeah. Also Steppenwolf does is very um elite like Oh, whatever their yeah, covenant I, I name is, see that. you know, the video. I'm glad, game. Yes, I, I'm glad you said that, yes.
1: I'm glad you said, yeah. And what I was getting with that, like, that I agree with you, yes, it does, is because it is, it does have that beach setting and it does have like that same. I didn't even kind think of, about
0: the beach setting, but like, that's maybe like inherently yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. It's like, oh, Halo, totally. You're thinking of uh,
1: truth and reconciliation, I'm or I'm thinking whatever. of old, of no,
0: it. yeah, even the silent, whatever cartographer. that one mission
1: was, silent cartography, exactly. Um, and yeah, I thought about the same thing. It's, it's weird you said that because looking at that concept art for that game studio, Bungie, and then looking at some of the art in this movie um, by... I don't know his full name. I only know of him as J.S. Morantz on Instagram, who does a lot of the concept art for this movie. Um, some of the, the stuff in this movie conceptually does look a lot like what Bungie does. And with... This new Steppenwolf, there are like the knights in the other Bungie game in um, their video game Destiny, Mm -hmm. and Steppenwolf without the armor looks a lot like one of those knights. Even the sound he makes when he gets his horn lasered off by Superman has a sound effect that sounds a lot like those enemy types, and so it does have a video game-like quality to it, and that might be why I'm also drawn to this scene so much, is because watching these animated figures because Steppenwolf is not a real person. It's an animated model and seeing these animations fighting like animated CGI Amazons. It has a video game like quality to it that I'm not upset about. Like I don't watch it and go, okay, it looks like, um, like if I were to watch a Transformers movie, a lot of that weight that we talk about that Mm -hmm. CGI has doesn't really feel like that because so many Parts are flying off these transformers, which yeah, should be there's heavy too many moving pieces. pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And when they roll and they do like acrobatics and stuff, you kind of wonder like how all that weight is, is moving that quickly. It's not like in the way that they direct Pacific Rim, where, where it's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Just Every movement mass, is, is
0: yeah. massive and slow a and all huge, that stuff. And yeah. Everything. yeah. Okay. I get a what huge, you're saying.
1: A huge job. Um, but watching. Steppenwolf fight these Amazons just on a technical level it's very entertaining and I wonder if that's the key to it where like it all has to boil down to like okay if these were all stick figures let's say if they were all reduced down to like their skeletal structure of animation so they're just like six sticks moving around as long as you can nail that choreography and be like, yeah, that would be entertaining to watch, you know, if they were just blocks fighting each other. And then by the time you get done animating this whole process and especially with a good design like this new Steppenwolf, it just makes it that much more enjoyable that I don't get bored about CGI action because this Steppenwolf, the way that he, first of all, leaps over Queen Hippolyta And then lands it looks like a giant monster who has a lot of weight to him he looks very um, like impressive um, but just the sheer weight of him and then they do this close-up shot which to me is a very iconic shot of uh, Steppenwolf like looking out in the distance Mm -hmm. this is like the first time I really got to see what he looked like with some detail And, and it's in sunlight which is something people normally don't do anymore or they're trying to get into it more now is actually having CGI fights in daylight, um, which is a brave move. Um, things used to be clouded in night skies, rain to shield or like to cover up visual effects to make it easier to uh, fool the audience. But uh, now we're getting to more daylight fights. Godzilla versus Kong did the same thing where it's like they actually had the monsters fighting during the day. So that was like a huge plus for the movie. Um, and yeah, just, just watching this fight is so entertaining. And then on top of that, because the our rating and because of the vision Zack Snyder has, like these Amazons are getting demolished by this man. <laughs> and God, damn. it just, it's just like kind of entertaining to watch a villain, uh, do this in a live action film. And especially in like a, a justice league DC comics film. It just, I don't know, to me, it just looks cool.
0: It still has the ve- it still feels very video game esque even when I see Steppenwolf fly through the air and do the whole land and uh, take out those first couple Amazons because that just seems like a parry from a video game you know he shoulders yeah. one of them and then blocks or whatever it was yeah. but like that looked that looks like a video game esque move and I'm trying to think mm-hmm. do we play any video games where yeah, I mean, like, I guess you can kind of relate it to, like, an Arkham-type video game. Yeah, it's not Batman skin, but, like, replace that skin with Steppenwolf, and you're still, like, this massive dude that's just, mm-hmm. th- like, throwing punches at at random grouping of enemies that show up to you.
1: Yeah. I think uh, Sucker Punch was that way as-, as well, where it was a movie that was, you know, took a lot of influence in video games. and. You know, I think Zack Snyder just is one of those people who the team that he works with, they are always doing motion capture or motion uh, performance capture. And it's just one of those things where they they know that if they could choreograph a character in this way, that it would just be totally badass. And that's one of the great things about Zack Snyder is it just comes down to that, just comes down to does this look cool? And cathartically, it's like, yeah, yeah. It would be very cool if the monster had this giant axe and he leaped over and then the axe had lightning and I slammed down and it just blows back like four Amazons and then he flips one over, grabs another horse and throws it like a football. Like just thinking like that is so wild where um, I've used this before, but it's like, yeah, go go 200% in on some crazy stuff because when you... When all said and done, then it just looks like 100%. Like, you've, you've overachieved on, like, what your villain can do. It's not like the villain just came in, got their mother box, got out, maybe killed one Amazon. It's like, it's a whole battle going on now. And now it's turning into a heist where the Amazons have to get mother box from point A to point B on horseback, and they're getting chased down by this giant, um, like, uh demon.
0: Um You just said the 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 main thing that I kinda wanted to talk about, not really the main thing, but a good um reference in this minute, particularly with that um right here what we just saw, after Steppenwolf shoots out of the uh the cage with his gaggle of parademons behind him, he makes a point to consistently stay ahead of them for a long while and from what i know of steppenwolf is that he's in charge of like the ground troop invasion so like that kind of makes a whole hell of a lot of sense to me just in like a alien battle formation uh, you know uh, this the villain wanting to ch- lead the charge you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it kind of fits like with Steppenwolf, obviously, in the New Gods stories of him being, you know, the one with the axe and 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 charging forward and and you know being the leader of the invasions. I think that's really, really cool and a real neat thing that I just now noticed uh, in this minute is that he actually does stay ahead of his parademons.
1: Yeah, it's it's not like. Like, they don't feel the need to save Steppenwolf for the end of the movie. You know, it's not like they're afraid of using too much Steppenwolf or being like, oh, let's have Steppenwolf stay at home base, like in his castle, in his dark castle, and sending out the parademons to go do it. And then everyone else has to fight with the parademons. Um, let me use an example here. Think of like Malekith in Thor. The dark world, okay. where Malekith stayed behind most of the time, didn't really fight at all. And instead, he sent um, that one demon who looked like Crew uh, or Crux, whatever, however you want to pronounce him. Uh, but it was like this demon knight that was like enchanted. And so he was stronger than the rest. And he went in there, and he, that's where he killed Freya and all that. Um, it's like all that time and energy to build up that second hench when you could just have your big bad Steppenwolf come in and do that and be that guy and be able to escape like that's how big of a deal this character is like it's not Steppenwolf hanging out for the third act of the movie I mean like it's just mini boss mindset right? Right. Well in that regard yes but like this one doesn't say there is no mini boss like i'm gonna be the whole boss the entire time. I'm not gonna be your uh second i'm not gonna hinge. be
0: your boss I'm
1: not gonna be your father and I'm not gonna be <laughs> God and it's like we do have the other villains like we do have our like emperor, which is dark side and even Desad as like um his eh, uh, don't give him hand yeah, counsel yeah, d- d- yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah' kind of- yeah and uh but you know. Jester, put they a stay where out. they stay where they are and they're not the third act boss. It is Steppenwolf the entire time. And I think that's what's great. You turn you turn you've turned your antagonist into uh, a serial killer, like a, a slasher villain. And now he's coming in and he's killing all these Amazons and he, it it makes him threatening. Um it's again, um I mean it's he, not I can it's not like see... Dawn of Justice where jesse eisenberg is uh, lex Luthor is you know the villain through and through and then towards the end it's well it's lex Luthor and batman through and through and then at the end it's doomsday at least here it's like it's steppenwolf and he's gonna be killing things the whole way so um which is nice it, it, nice change of pace and it makes the character hey if that's if this is your big bad alien and he's leading the battlefield i'm glad it's him and not just some other random big parademon you know
0: yeah, I know. I I see what you mean by like horror movie. I don't know. Slasher like in the sense of him being like you know the the Michael Myers slash the Terminator type. You know what I mean? Mhm. Um yeah. So I get that just like unstoppable uh Humanoid esque figure. That's where yeah, a walking tank. Yeah, a
1: walking tank kind of thing. Yeah, um, and I wonder. Yeah, or, or I, we're probably missing the probably the biggest reference. Probably Gawain the Green Knight.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yeah. that'd probably be the biggest. If it's if there's Arthurian mythos in here, it mm-hmm. would pro- he would probably be closely related to Gawain the Green Knight. Um, but then this is where so he he lands down. He starts stolen some of these horses. He yeets that one, dude. He yeet not and, even uh, some of them. There's one particular. He just like
0: underhand tosses it.
1: Yeah. Like yep, he's he like he's playing
0: a game of cornhole with the horse.
1: <laughs> it's a very like <laughs> There's there's such a I don't even know how to explain it, but the shot such a, puts a horse. There's such a finesse to his slide getting right under the horse grabbing under it throwing it like yeah shot put is another good example like there's just a a whole range of physics that's being done here that just makes it look so smooth and and just so upsetting for that horse because that horse never stood a chance like he knew exactly what he was doing to that horse and uh I think it's safe to say that that CGI horse is no longer with us. But we, uh I'll think about you all the time.
0: I mean, I think about all these horses all the time.
1: Yeah, uh, that sucks. It man. is once very horse, sad.
0: Once a horse does, like they're they're dead. It does suck. Once the mistake, one yeah. mistake, you get one. You don't get it. You get one mistake, and it's like, well, it's either
1: the horse is dead or you and the horse are dead. And I think. My theory is that, like, maybe back then when we filmed a lot of things on horses, they were, like, they were always, like, oh, you can't kill the horse. You can't make sure the horse doesn't get injured in any stunts. Like, if anyone's on horseback, they get knocked off the horse and they can that die then.
0: That happened a lot, a lot. I remember reading something where it was, like, you know, remember feeling, like, something like, oh, things you didn't know. Where it was, like, yo, back when they were filming movies with people on horseback,
1: people fell off horses all the time. yeah. And they were probably like, you know, because you can have stunt doubles, but you can't have stunt horses. Like, no one can be like, oh, can the horse take the fall? Like, no, you'll kill the horse. What are you doing? And then it wasn't until like later with, um. I think Mr. Ed had a stunt horse. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Ed had a stunt horse. Uh, (laughs) That's, now, I say that that as a joke,
0: but that's probably true. There's probably like, (laughs) okay, well, well, yeah, these were for the front shots of him. But then, you know, when you get the horse walking away, uh uh-uh, we got to get a Clydesdale into that shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can we get one of them uh, Budweiser horses for this shot?
1: And then you started seeing movies like Patriot and stuff like that and this, where, you know, horses do die and they die in very, like, obvious ways because I guess the the most certain fact is if you just drop the horse on its head, then it's like, okay, yes, I know that that horse is gone now because there's no way. There's no way. And... It's just it's just one of those things that we're starting to see that kind of stuff more now, and it's more upsetting because we have to be like, yes, I know it's fake. Yes, I know it's a CGI horse. Am I sad that it died? Yes, I still am sad because that horse didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, but that's, that's all I really have for this one, Nate. Um, we get more into who actually, like some of the more notable Amazons that get affected by Steppenwolf's uh, Reign of Terror um, so unless you got anything else I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for today if you guys enjoyed everything you heard you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 34 of Zack Snyder's Justice